always laugh when people ask what superpower you'd want. Like, is that even really a question? Come on. Is that really a question? It's obvious, right? Not that Spider-Man swinging off wall stuff. No claws on my hands. Not to fly and get doo-dooed on by all the wind draft in the air. Like, come on. It's so obvious. Predict the future. That's all I need. Let me be able to predict the future. And then everything else is golden. If you were to invest... After the recession of 2008, just 10 grand into Amazon, you would have over $600,000 today. That's it. 10 grand turned to $600,000 if you were to invest right after the stock market crash. Do you know how ridiculously insane that sounds? I'm sorry, that doesn't even make sense. That that does that, let's be honest, it makes no sense. It really doesn't. But yet it does. It's incredible how fast the market typically bounces back after crashes. And the ability to predict when a crash is gonna happen is truly a skill that if people actually knew how to do it, they'd make millions of dollars. Matter of fact, a lot of people go broke trying to predict the crash. They pull money out too soon when the market starts to skyrocket up. Or they really miss out on investing opportunities because they try to time the bottom when the market is falling. If you watch this channel or listen to these podcasts last year at all, you knew I was really thinking the 2020 crash was coming up. Now, don't get me wrong. Obviously, I never thought coronavirus was going to be the main thing, but something struck me very particular after 2008. I remember that time. I mean, I was in high school back then, and I remember I was in business class, and my teacher said to us all, he said that the number one predictor out of everything when it came to the 2008 financial market crash was... Google Trends. He said that's what it was. He said that if you were to look at the amount of times that the word recession was mentioned in newspapers, in articles, on TV, that the correlation of the word recession trending was very predictive of the 2008 crash. And I always stuck in my mind. Now, I don't know if you've ever used Google Trends before, but it's really simple. You can look up any word and it shows you how many times it's been used lately. And it's a very simple concept, right? Climate change wasn't talked about that much in the 80s. And in the 2000s, it really started picking up stream and now it's as high as it's ever been, right? You can look up any other word and see the same thing. With recessions, you know, with the popularity of behavioral finance coming up as its own course and area of study, it seems that us as humans, when we think a recession is going to happen, that's typically when a recession does happen. 
So now we're at a time where it's the coronavirus, COVID's run amok in the States. It's over like 250,000 people have died where the flu's only killed like 40,000 this year. It's a mess. It's really going insanity right now in the United States. And a lot of people are worried and wondering, how is the market going to be in 2021? Now, after the record dips in the year 2020, I mean, we saw the market go down 30%. But with the fiscal monetary policy and the government printing money like it's never done before, we have never seen such a rally as fierce and ferocious as there has been this year. But that begs the question, do we see an oncoming 2021 market crash? I have a couple thoughts on this, but to save the suspense, my overall thought on if there will be a crash is probably not. <laughs> not quite no, but it's mostly probably not. And I have a couple reasons, but I think my first overall reason is I think with a crash, you need uncertainty, right? You need overall just absolute uncertainty. COVID was uncertainty. We didn't know what was going to happen. The financial market crash of 2008, that was uncertainty. In the year 2000, when the tech bubble bursted, that was uncertainty, right? Those were things where once that stuff happened, we didn't know what was going to happen after that. Like, think about what happened in 9-11. That's just uncertainty in the market. We just have no idea what's going to happen. But in the year 2021, well, what do we do? What do we know? We know that, you know, um, the central bank of the states has given its absolute commitment that they're essentially willing to print more money than God has to save the market. That's happened. And essentially, it seems like the whole all the economists have switched over to a more modern monetary theory, essentially meaning the thoughts on money and the way it's used is more limitless than we actually have considered before. That's that's essentially my quick summary of what that theory is. The thoughts on how inflation could affect us as an economy. I think inflation is going to be a real big factor. But guess what? When you think about inflation, does that help or hurt stocks? I'm sorry, that only helps it. If cash is one of the most dangerous asset classes to hold, where's your money going to go? Either one, real estate, or two, stocks. It's not complex. And with the lowest interest rates of all time, anybody who's any bit of above average when it comes to financial money savviness is going to borrow as much money as they can. You see, when you're only paying $1,500 to borrow $100,000, or you're paying 15 grand to borrow a million dollars, I mean, 15 grand might sound like a lot of money to borrow, but when the expected return of the market's around 10%, you're borrowing 15 grand to make 100K every year, all of a sudden, you're making a full-time income from just borrowing a million dollars. 
people are going to be borrowing and getting their money on as much hands on as much money as humanly possible. And that's going to keep the market pumping. Now, obviously, there's things that could hit the market. One of the big things is what's going on with Congress. If typically the market likes it when Congress is mixed with executive branch, when maybe, you know, the Republicans controlled Congress and the Democrats controlled executive branch, being the president. However, if that's the case this time, it might be a little different just because when typically when stimulus packages have been blocked this year, we've seen the market start to crash because of it. A little crash course downwards. However, those crashes have always been temporary because we know a stimulus package is coming. So there's nothing that has a huge threat of sending the market down more than 30%. And in my opinion, with 2020 showing us that we've advanced our tech advancements like five years in the future, we're now a more tech um, dependent society, that's actually good for the economy because it forced so much efficiencies that weren't being taken advantage of. As me working in a company, I know this. There's a lot of places where we could use more tech and less of the old ways to force efficiency. And working from home, I think for a lot of companies, it's actually forced them to reevaluate how they're doing business. All of a sudden, less wasted time on meetings. All of a sudden, people are finding out that they can do the same amount of work at home. Some people have to work a bit more, but some people are working way less and they can start focusing on other things. A lot of companies are implementing new technologies to give their employees the tools to actually accomplish what they need to do. I think it's a net overall plus that we're more tech dependent society. And as we're seeing in these recessions, or I guess the 2020 market drop or COVID environment, that although sometimes some companies get hurt, you know, when a vaccine was announced, tech companies started to go down because all of a sudden we're not going to be, you know, sole being like basically using them all the time. Other companies rise. We saw Carnival Cruise Lines rise. We saw Nordstrom explode. And that just tells me that with the stock market crash, if there is one in 2021, it's only going to be in a few certain sectors. I can't think of too many scenarios where all stocks will go down at the same time. Even in a scenario where it comes out where they announce that the vaccine is going to have to take three years to come out or COVID starts to ramp up even crazier than it is in the States now. Even in those scenarios, it still seems likely that there will be stocks that actually prosper from those environments. And overall, the market will only dip maybe 5 to 10%. But I think, in my opinion, if you had to put a gun to my head and make me guess, will we see another 30% market drop? My answer is probably not. <laughs> it's no. Like I would not be investing in it. I'd be more worried about holding cash in this environment. I think... While it's not super likely, there is a chance where we see an inflation hike of 5% this year. It's very possible. I mean, first of all, 
I can't imagine real estate staying down forever for the next three years. I, I see real estate having to explode because of inflation. I mean, lower interest rates, one, and just more money out there, too. And the price of goods, I mean, if you're anyone who liked McDonald's or dollar menus, I mean, dollar menus are a thing of the past now, essentially. So I see that going. Price of tuition, uh, I mean, it shouldn't go up, but it's been going up year after year. So all the major things we spend money on are going up in healthcare. Hopefully with Joe Biden, of course, they're going to put some pressure on him. But it seems like all the major expenses people, people have we're still in an environment for those to go up. With cash being such a liability now, it seems that I just can't see a scenario where December 2021, we're at our low place in 2020. And as always, the best, most brightest investors are the uneducated ones. That's because the uneducated investor never stops learning. Flight crew, I always say this every time, if you're worried about the market crashing, the strategy is simple. You average down every paycheck you put 200 300 500 towards an etf or buying that stock that you think is going to do well so etfs obviously sphd qqq these ones are going to never fail i like brk.b i think that's warren buffett's company i think it's going to outperform the market in this next 10 year period and arkk although they did go through a little um trouble and a little bit of controversy in the last two weeks, I'll let you Google that. I do still think it's a relatively good company, even though I don't, you know, Kathy Woods and all her savviness, she had like a big company basically like buy a big chunk of them. Um, I still think it's a phenomenal company. And if Kathy Woods' heart's still in being the CEO, I think they're going to overperform. And as always, Flight Crew, we have to take off.